What is going on, everybody? I hope you're all having a great day today. This is Alex from the Fresh Fantasy Podcast, and this is the 45th episode of the season. And today, I'm excited to bring you guys week 14, start, sit, fresh, rotten, whatever you guys want to call it. I got 40 names for you guys, 20 starts, 20 sits, five at each position. And honestly, I'm excited to just jump right into it. So let's do that. So my first start of the week this week, my number one freshest play at the quarterback position is none other than Justin Herbert. He had a rough game last week against the Patriots, but I think that he's absolutely going to bounce back this week as he's playing the Atlanta Falcons, who have given up the number one most points to quarterbacks so far this season. Um, I think Justin Herbert is an awesome play this week. Um, I expect him to be a top five quarterback at the position, and I think he's going to have a huge bounce back game this week against the Falcons. My number two start of the week is Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, man, has just been on absolute fire. We talked about him last week in the waiver podcast, and he's just been better and better and better. He's had at least 22 fantasy points each of the last three weeks, and he's going against a Tampa Bay defense that has given up the 13th most points to the quarterback position. But just five or six weeks ago, they were a red matchup. So they're probably a green matchup right now based on the last five or six weeks. They're going down little by little, and I think that they're going to give up a lot of points. I think this game is going to be an absolute shootout. There's supposed to be good weather in Tampa Bay this week, and Kirk Cousins doesn't always play the best on the road, but I mean, I, expect, I expect a good game this week from him, um, especially when they're playing a team that's been giving up a lot of points lately to a lot of different teams. My number three play of the week this week is Ryan Tannehill. Um, Ryan Tannehill is playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have given up the fourth most points to, to um, quarterback so far this season. And they're a green matchup. And in Ryan Tannehill's three green matchups this year, he scored 26, 30, and 28 fantasy points. Um, there's not much more I need to say there. He's just been awesome in those green matchups. And I expect him to keep producing, um, especially with Corey Davis playing as well as he has lately. My number four play of the week is Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady's due for a big game. He has not had in his gray, his last four gray or green matchups this season, he scored 23, 33, 36, and 31 fantasy points. Um, the only ones that he has not played well in are the red matchups, and he's got a great matchup against Minnesota this week. Um, I think Tom Brady's an awesome play this week, especially coming off the bye. Um, historically, he's been really great off the bye week. I know that as a Patriots fan, um, and I think they're going to come out firing this week, and I think this could be a really big game for Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin. Um, so I'd absolutely be starting up Tom Brady this week. My number two quarter, my sorry, my, my, my number five quarterback of the week is Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson this week's playing the Cleveland Browns, who are a green matchup as they've given up the eighth most points to quarterbacks so far this season. Um, I read in Lamar's last three matchups against the Browns, he scored 28, 24, and 26 fantasy points. And sorry, in, in 27 as his fourth. And that was back in week one this season. Um, week one this season, he passed for the most passing yards he's had all season. He had a season high three passing touchdowns. He's historically played really, really well against Cleveland, and I expect that to continue. Um, if you have Lamar this week, I think he's an absolute must-start. You shouldn't consider sitting him for literally anybody this week. On to our quarterback sits. My number one sit of the week, not necessarily a sit, but a guy that I would definitely look to keep down, um, is Josh Allen. Um, Josh Allen's playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have given up the second least points to quarterback so far this season. And in Josh Allen's last two red matchups this season, he scored 16 and 13 fantasy points. Um, that's not very good. And when he's playing the toughest matchup he's had all season, um, I think it's going to be really tough for him against the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. I would absolutely lean towards sitting Josh Allen um, if you have a good backup option. But if not, 
Um, and it's a playoff matchup for you or you're right about the playoffs. I mean, you got to start your best players to so start Josh Allen. But again, if you have a good backup option, I think he's a good sit this week. My number two sit of the week that I don't think anybody should be playing is Jalen Hurts. Um, Jalen Hurts, some people might look at him as a guy that could be really good in the future. And I think he might be really good in the future. But right now, he's just not a good play. Um, he's playing the Saints, who have given him the third least points to fantasy quarterbacks so far this season. Um, Jalen Hurts is coming into his first start of the season. And this Eagles offense has just been an absolute flummox all year. And I think that it's possible Jalen Hurts takes them to a new level um, as the season goes on. But playing one of the toughest defenses in the league over the last four or five weeks, I just don't think that it is his time to do that. My number three sit of the week this week is Baker Mayfield. Um, Baltimore is no longer in the red matchups for the first time all season, but Baker has not played well um, in these gray and red matchups so far this year. Um, since week three in Baker's gray or, gray or red matchups, he scored 14, 17, 7, 30, 5, 7 fantasy points. Um, that's not very good. He had that one 30-point game, but besides that, every single other game um, has been 17 points or less. And I think this Baltimore defense is still pretty tough, um, especially without OBJ. I think that Baker could have a tough time this week. I know he's been good without OBJ, but I think this Baltimore defense is still really good, especially that secondary. And I think if they're going to score, they're going to have to lean on the run game to do that. My number four sit of the week um, is Derek Carr. He's playing the Colts, who have given up the fourth least points to quarterbacks so far this season. Um, I just think they're a really tough matchup. And Josh Jacobs might not play this week. And it's not like they're playing the Jets where they can just pass all over them. Derek Hart, a huge game last week, but I just think the Colts are a much tougher defense, and I think this is going to be a tough week for Derek Carr. And number five, rotten play of the week for quarterbacks is Kyler Murray. Um, Kyler Murray is playing the Giants, who are a top five matchup against quarterbacks, and since Kyler Murray hurt his shoulder, he's put up 8.9 and 17.4 fantasy points. Um, granted, those are both in red matchups. They're in top six against quarterbacks, but this one also falls in that same line. Um as the New York Giants have given up the fifth least points to quarterbacks so far this season. Um, we haven't seen him be that great ever since he hurt his shoulder, and I don't want to try to expect that to continue now. But like I said, I'm just going to say this one more time for everybody that's listening right now. If you are in the playoffs and you don't have a good option to start, I would say start your best players. That's the way I'd like to go. I'd rather go out starting Kyler Murray than go out starting like Mike Glennon because he has a good matchup. But again, these are guys that I would sit if you have good backup options, even though you're, they're your star players. If you have good options, I would sit them. I just think that these guys are rotten plays as I think that they're bust candidates this week. It doesn't necessarily mean you can't sit. You have to sit them in any scenario. So I just want to make sure I get that out there. And I'm not saying you have to sit these guys, but I'm just saying I don't think they're going to have a good game. On to running backs. Week 14, freshest running back of the week is David Montgomery. David Montgomery has been the number one running back in fantasy the last two weeks as he's had 22.8 and 25 fantasy points um, in half PPR. And now he's playing the Houston Texans who have given up the second most points to running backs so far this season. Um, David Montgomery's absolutely broke out since this bye. And I think that he's going to absolutely keep um, putting on a putting on a roll. And I think that David Montgomery is an excellent play going down the stretch. Like I said, he's been the number one running back in fantasy over the last two weeks. And I expect that to continue this week. My number two start of the week is Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is starting to finally look the part. Um, after coming off the COVID list, the previous game he had 90 rushing yards. And this week coming off the COVID list, he had 13 carries for 91 rushing yards and three catches for 44 yards. 
and that's really good numbers on only six, 16 touches. And like I said, coming off the COVID list. So I think he's going to get even more this week because he's done nothing but produce lately. And to make things better, he's playing the Las Vegas Raiders who have given up the fourth most points to running backs so far this season. Um, I think Taylor is an absolute league winner down the stretch. So I would absolutely be playing JT if you have him. Um, I think he's an awesome play. Another guy who's an awesome play that hasn't played in the last two weeks is DeAndre Swift. Um, He's been out for two weeks with a concussion or three, sorry. And I think that he's going to come back this week. His last game before the concussion, he finally took over the workforce role against Washington, who's good against running backs, and had a season-high 23 fantasy points. And this week he's playing the Green Bay Packers, who have given him the third most points to running backs so far this season. Um, I think Swift's going to come back in and take that lead role, and I think this is going to be a huge game for him. Um, Absolutely start him up if he plays against Green Bay this week. My number four start of the week is Wayne Gallman. Um, I don't think people realize that how good Wayne Gallman's been. Um, since week seven, he's been a top 10 um, fantasy running back. Um, his games since week seven, when he took over as a starter from Devontae Freeman, 13.9, 12.7, 14.2, 18.5, 16.6, and 13.5. This is the first week that he hasn't gotten to the end zone since week seven, but he had 135 rushing yards against Seattle. Um, he absolutely tore them up last week. I had him as a sit, but he completely proved me wrong. And now he's playing the Arizona Cardinals, who are his second best matchup since week seven. He's had a lot of red matchups, and he's been producing against literally everybody. And I think Arizona, like I said, they've been his second best matchup since week seven. And I think they're going to be a good matchup for him. Um, he's the workhorse in this offense. Alfred Morris has been getting some carries, but Wayne Gallman's the guy. He's been producing against everybody. And like I said, his lowest game since week seven is 12.7 fantasy points. So he's an absolute must start no matter who he's playing against. Um, that's not going to change anytime soon. My number five start of the week is Miles Gaskin. When Miles Gaskin came in last week after being on IR for four weeks and put up 13 fantasy points against Cincinnati. That's not the, the good thing, but the really good thing is that he had 23 touches last week, which is awesome. Um, he had a lot of carries inside the 10, but he didn't convert any for touchdowns. But the big thing for me is the fact that he's getting those carries, and I think that's going to continue this week. He's playing the Kansas City Chiefs, who have given the 13th most points to running backs so far this season. And the teams that have had success against Kansas City are the teams that are running the ball. And I think that the Dolphins are going to see that and really try to run the ball to Gaskin this week. I think he's going to have a big week. My number one running back sit for the week is Miles Sanders. Um, this is our weekly. Whoever's playing against the Saints is a sit play. They've gone 54, sorry, 55 straight games now without giving up a 100-yard game to running backs. That's over three seasons. Uh, Miles Sanders has not had a double-digit half PPR game since week 10. He's had seven, five, and three. His snap share has gone down. Each of the last three weeks, and now he's playing the toughest running defense in football. Um, Jalen Hurts is playing, which could definitely change his luck. But again, I'm not going to lean on that. Um, I just think Miles Sanders, for now, is a lost cause, which is really unfortunate because those who have been listening to this podcast for a long time knows that I was all in on him. But it's just not been his season. His Wentz has been terrible. The offensive line, I don't think his talent um, is bad, but I just think that everything went against him this season when I was expecting everything to go for him. Um, It's unfortunate, but... I just think Miles Sanders is a sit this week against the Saints team that is just really, really, really good. My number two sit of the week um, is Duke Johnson. Um, It was originally David Johnson, but now David Johnson's out. But again, they're playing the Chicago Bears, who are a top 10 team against the run so far this season. And I just don't think they're going to be that efficient, especially without Will Fuller to stretch the field. Um, Kiki Kuti was great last week for them against the Colts, but I just don't think it's going to be the same against this Bears team. This Bears defense is really, really good. And 
I just don't think they're going to produce that well. Um, David Johnson was out. Duke Johnson played three straight green matchups that were all top seven points given up to fantasy running backs. And the best game he had was only 14.4 fantasy points. And I just don't think that that's going to continue. Duke Johnson is just not a great play for me this week. My number three set of the week is Todd Gurley. Um, Todd Gurley is a good matchup this week against the Chargers, but he's just been horrid. Um, since since week seven, he's had one game. He is, sorry, his best game since week seven was 12.5 fantasy points. Um, that was literally just because he scored a touchdown. He has not really had much rushing upside or any upside at all. Um, he's just not played that well. Um, since week 10, he's had 3.4 points in fantasy or less every game. And he split a lot of touches with Brian Hill and Edo Smith the last few weeks. And I just don't think Todd Gurley is a very good play. Another guy who's not a very good play if he starts um, is Devontae Booker. Um, it seems like Josh Jacobs is a 50-50 to play. And Devontae Booker was terrible last week against the Jets, who have a really good, run, really bad run defense. And now they're playing the Colts, who have had a pretty good run defense this year. Um, and Devontae Booker is just not impressive at all. He had... 18 touches last week and produced 51 total yards. And the Colts are a tougher defense than the Jets run defense. So there's just no reason to start Devontae Booker um, this week. Another guy that can be sat is Raheem Mostert. Uh, he's playing the Washington football team who have given up the third least points to running backs so far this season. And in Mostert's two games since injury, he's had 9.3 and 4.8 fantasy points. Um, just doesn't seem like he's getting all the touches that he should. They're still giving touches to other guys like Jeff Wilson and like I said, they're playing the third-best run defense in football. Has not had a 10-point game since he came back from injury so far this season. Um, Raheem Mostert is just a set for me. On to our Week 14 wide receiver starts. Our number one start of the week, freshest play of the week, is Justin Jefferson. Um, Jeff, Justin Jefferson, over his last four games, has put up 17.5, 16.1, 22.5, and 22.8 fantasy points. And now he is a mainly a slot receiver playing against the Tampa Bay Bucks, who have just been absolutely destroyed in the slot. And their fastest cornerback, Jamel Dean, is probably out for this game. Um, but that's why Tyreek Hill produced so well against this team two weeks ago. And I think that Justin Jefferson is just going to absolutely destroy them. Justin Jefferson's an absolute must-start against any team the rest of the season. He's just been absolutely insane. So keep firing up Justin Jefferson every single week. My number two start of the week um, is Corey Davis. Corey Davis has actually been better than A.J. Brown in points per game in the games that they've played together so far this season. Um, last week, he came off a season-high 29.7 half PPR points, 12 targets for 11 catches, 182 yards and touchdown. And now he's playing one of his best matchups this season in the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have given up the sixth most points to cornerbacks so far this season. Uh, we caught a touchdown against them earlier in the season in Week 2, and especially after he's coming off what he did last game, I think that he is in for a huge game. Davis has had at least 67 receiving yards each of the last four games that he's played in. So I think this is going to be an absolute awesome week for him. Um, fire up Corey Davis. Another guy that should be fired up, Deontay Johnson. I mean, I can't say enough good things about this, this guy. He's playing against the Bills this week who have given up, who are, sorry, top 10 against wide receivers so far this season, which is not very good. But Deontay Johnson has had at least 10 targets in at least each of his last five games. He's had... 10, 11, 16, 13, and 12. How can you not start that guy every week? He's had at least six catches in every game. Over his last five games, he's had six catches, six catches, 12 catches, eight catches, and eight catches. Um, that's pretty good. He has struggled with drops, but again, he's getting at least 10 targets a game. 
And Buffalo struggled a lot more against outside wide receivers, but they've been a lot better against the slot. Deontay is mainly an outside receiver, so I think this is going to be a huge game for Deontay, which what I expect to be a very high-scoring game. My number four start of the week is Robbie Anderson. I think this is going to be a big one for Robbie Anderson. Um, he's playing Denver, who has been a red defense against wide receivers so far this season, but they've given up the seventh most points to outside wide receivers. And their top corner, A.J. Bouye, is just suspended for the rest of the season. Um, so he's going to be playing someone that is not very good at corner. DJ Moore's also not playing, which I think is going to really open up his target share. They did just activate Curtis Samuel off the COVID list, but Samuel's been on it for like two or three weeks now. And I think Robins, Robinson, sorry, Anderson has been the guy that has just been safe. Um, he's been the safe guy in this offense. DJ Moore's not there, so I think he's going to get all the targets he can handle, especially with Curtis Samuel coming off the COVID list. Um, I think it's going to be a huge game for Robbie Anderson. Absolutely start him if you have him in your lineups. Another guy that I think is due for a huge game is Antonio Brown. Um, Antonio Brown, people might not think that he's that great because his previous two games were 9.8 and two half PPR points, but that was against two of the top three pass defenses in the entire league. Now he has another bye, which gives him time to learn this Buccaneers offense, and now he's playing the Minnesota Vikings, who have given up the second most points to wide receivers so far this season. Um, he's had a red matchup in almost every single matchup that he's played in so far this season. Um, the best team that he played against was the 18th most points um, to wide receivers, which is not even in the top half in points given up. Now he's playing the team that's given the second most fantasy points to wide receivers off a of bye. Um, I don't think people realize how great Antonio Brown still is. He still looks great on the field. Um, Tom Brady's just, just missed him on a couple deep balls that would really change things for him. But I think this is going to be his true breakout game this week. Um, week 14 wide receiver rotten plays my sits my number one is Jarvis Landry Jarvis Landry's had a great few games um, the last two games he's had 24 and 16 PPR points um, and half PPR points but those were both against green matchups that were top six now he's playing against Baltimore who have given him the 27th most points to wide receivers so far this season they've also been really tough in the slot um, I think it's going to be a really tough week for Jarvis Landry my number two sit of the week is Devontae Parker um, one, Devontae Parker is just not the same when Tua starts, and he's playing the Kansas City Chiefs, who have given the third least points to wide receivers so far this season. Um, in his last few games with Tua, he's had six fantasy points, nine fantasy points, four, 15, and five um, in his last few starts with Tua. So he happened to get in the end zone for one of those games, but if he doesn't get in the end zone, he's just not a great play. And he's playing in his toughest matchup since week eight, where he only had 6.8 fantasy points. Like I said, he's playing against the top three defense against wide receivers so far this season. And I just don't think this is going to be a very good game for Devontae Parker. Number two sit of the week is Brandon Cooks. Um, Chicago, they're playing the Chicago Bears, who have given up the fourth least points to wide receivers so far this season. Um, that's Cooks' toughest matchup since week one against the Chiefs, where he had three points. Um, they're very tough against outside wide receivers. And without Fuller to open up the field, I just think it's going to be a really tough game for Cooks. Um, we saw that last week. We had only 65 receiving yards on eight targets. Um, it's one of his worst games over the last few weeks. And now he's playing basically his toughest matchup of the season. I just think this is a letdown game for Brandon Cooks. Another guy that's in for a letdown game, Juju Smith-Schuster, playing against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I talked about Deontay Johnson to start this week. Um, Juju's a sit. Um, against Buffalo. Buffalo's given up one point, sorry, one touchdown to slot receivers all season. They're a red defense, and Juju has just not been very good lately. But again, like I said, Buffalo is a, is top five against slot receivers so far this season. 
and Juju mainly plays from the slot. So I think this is a sit game for Juju. Another guy this is a sit game for is Jalen Rager. Um, Jalen Rager is playing his first start with um, Hurts. Sorry, with Jalen Hurts. And I just don't think it's going to be a very, very good game for him. Um, he caught one pass from Jalen Hurts last week. But I just don't think this is going to be a very good game for him. I think the Saints defense is really tough, especially with Marshawn Lattimore. And playing with a QB in his first start against one of the toughest defenses in the league, I just think this is in for a letdown game for Jalen Rager this week. Um, I would try to stay away from him if you can. All right, let's get on to the last position of the day. Week 14, tight end starts. Um, my number one, easily the st start of the week at the tight end position, is Hunter Henry. Um, he's playing against the Falcons, who have given up the fifth most to tight ends, fifth most points to tight ends so far this season. Um, Henry's been really good the last couple of weeks, as he's had at least ten PPR points and at least half PPR points in at least three out of the last four games. Um, the only didn't game he didn't was just the letdown game for the entire Chargers offense against the Patriots last week. Um, they're one of the toughest teams in the NFL against tight ends. But again, in his last two green matchups against tight ends, he's had. He's had 12.8 and 10.2 half PPR points. Um, I expect him to have a really good game once again. Another guy that's going to have a really good game is Eric Ebron. Um, playing the Buffalo Bills, who have given up the sixth most points to tight end so far this season. But Eric Ebron over his last five games, this has been his target share. 6, 6, 7, 11, and 11. Does not get any better than that for tight ends, especially when they're playing a top six defense and points given up to tight ends. Um, really can't ask for anything more. Eric Ebron is a must-start this week. Another guy that's going to finally make the must-start list is Noah Fant. Um, Noah Fant, last game, having Drew Locke back, had seven targets, four catches for 57 yards. Um, I think that's hopefully going to be a sign for things to come over the last couple weeks as he's got three green matchups in a row in the fantasy playoffs. He's playing the Carolina Panthers this week right now. We've given the 10th most points to quarterbacks, to, sorry, to tight ends so far this season. Um, I think Noah Fant is a really good start this week. Another guy who's been getting a pretty good target share that I think is a good play this week is Dalton Schultz. Um, Dalton Schultz is playing the Cincinnati Bengals, who have given the third most points to tight end so far this season. And the other two top five matchups he's had this season, he's had 15 and 17 um, points in half PPR. And his targets over the last five games have been four, five, six, seven, and eight. Um, that's a really good target share for a tight end. And now he's playing in his first green matchup since week eight. I think this is going to be a really big game for him. Another guy, the last guy that should be a start, even though in a really tough matchup, is Logan Thomas. I mean, they're playing against the San Francisco 49ers, who are now the toughest tight end defense in the league. But Logan Thomas has had, over his last two games, he's had 11.4 and 20.3 fantasy points. We got a touchdown the previous week, but last week he had nine catches for 98 yards and a touchdown against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, anytime you can get a tight end coming off that game and a guy that I talked about a little bit in my podcast in the preseason, it looks like he's finally coming into fruition and he's looking good. Um, I think Logan Thomas, you can't not start him after a game like that against a really tough tight end defense. Um, I would fire him up again if you need a good streamer and uh, see what happens. So I would definitely be looking to start Logan Thomas if you need a streamer at the tight end position this week. On to the last five players. Uh, my tight end sits for the week. My number one, unfortunately, is Zach Ertz. Um, again, like I said, he's coming in the second game off IR. Last week, he only had two catches for 31 yards and four targets. And now he's playing with a quarterback in his first start of the season. It's possible that he just looks for Ertz as an outlet. But after Ertz has been out since week six, 
And it's the second game off IR against a very tough tight end defense from the Saints, who have, were early in the season the number one in points given up, but now they're all the way down to 21st in points given up, which means they've been a, like, a top five tight end defense each of the last like 10 weeks. Um, I would definitely stay away from Zach Ertz this week until he starts to show us a little bit more. Another guy that should be sat this week, Jared Cook. Um, Jared Cook just sucks with Taysom Hill. He happened to get in the end zone last week, but he's had three or less targets in four out of his last five games. Um, that's just not something you want to start at the tight end position. Even if he's playing a good Philly team that's given up the ninth most points to tight ends, um, until Jared Cook starts showing a little more consistency, or rather Drew Brees starts again, I'd be staying away from Jared Cook, plain and simple. My number three start of the week, the weekly slander, Tyler Higby. I'm sorry if Tyler Higby's parents are listening to this. Um, Tyler Higby's just – your son's just bad. Um, he's playing – oh, I'm sorry. Uh, total total fail here. He's playing – he played on Thursday against the Patriots, top four against tight ends, two catches for 34 yards. I totally forgot they played. Yeah, Tyler Higby would have been a sit for, for me this week, and he did sit. So, like I said, Tyler Higby is just not a good play ever. Um, don't start him ever again. My number four sit of the week is Jimmy Graham. Um, Jimmy Graham is now – the tight end two in this Bears offense. I don't know why he's still owned in any leagues. Um, Jimmy Graham is just bad now. He's had two out of his, sorry, three out of his last four games. He has not had a catch. Um, and his target share over the last four weeks has been two, zero, four, and one. Um, that's just terrible. I don't need to say anything more. Don't ever start Jimmy Graham. And my final tight end set of the week is Austin Hooper. Um, Austin Hooper is playing against the Baltimore Ravens. We're middle of the pack against tight ends. But um, Austin Hooper has not had a 10-point half PPR game since week four, and he has had four green matchups since then and has produced less than five points in three of them. And now he's playing a gray matchup. And in gray and red matchups since week six, he has had zero, one, and zero. Um, Austin Hooper is just a terrible play this week. I don't know why anyone would start him. Stay away from Austin Hooper. And that is it. Um, that is week 14, start and sit. Um, this is a big week. Um, the final two weeks next week are going to be the semifinals and the finals for most of you in the fantasy playoffs. So I promise those my absolute best two episodes will come out for waivers and for my fresh and rotten plays. Um, I'll finally be home from school next week, and that'll make it a lot easier to produce the absolute best content for you guys. I'm sorry this one's coming out a little week, a little late, but this is kind of finals week for me. Um, so it's been tough, but I promise I'll always get it out to you guys, give you guys the best content I can possibly give. That's why I came out a little late to make sure this was as good as possible. But the last three weeks are going to be elite, and I can't wait to see what comes next season. So thank you guys for joining me along this journey. Um, please leave a review. You guys already know what to do, and I hope you all have a great rest of your day.